Hey, science fans, it's Mrs. Corbett here, and I'm going to teach my husband some GCSE science. I am the husband. I am the husband. Come on, you know this one. I am the husband. It all goes back to Biffy Clyro for me. Right. Well, I'm I'm going to level with you. I hadn't thought of anything, so I just did a random tune, and I wonder what you'd say. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not going to play that game anymore. It's too stressful, Mr. Okay. Corbett. I knew you wouldn't keep it up. Okay. Oh, that face. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, fresh from ionic bonding, how do you feel? Uh, I feel positively charged, Mrs. Corbett. Do you? Oh. Must be why all you go together so well. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, today we're going to do the properties of substances that are made of ionic bonds. So ionic compounds. Like salt. Yeah, so we spoke about, last time we spoke about like one sodium atom reacting with one chlorine atom. But if you have a pile of salt or crystals of salt, that's going to be loads of that bonding happening, right? It's going to be loads in there. And I'm going to assume one grain of salt is not one sodium chloride. Acid. No, yeah. one grain of salt is many, many hundreds of thousands. Okay, so ionic compounds, because they have this positive minus, positive, negative, positive, negative uh, bonding, yeah. they make what is called a giant lattice. Giant lattice. Yeah, so the lovely little diagrams that we drew. What do you think of when you hear the word lattice? Pi. Do you? Mm. I think of the um, egg lattice that you put on top of pad thai. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah, yeah. Um, I love Pad Thai. Um, so if you think if you've got positive, negative, positive, negative, positive, negative in a solid, think about your particles in a solid. They're all lined up in uniform. Yeah. And if you think about what salt looks like when you buy or when you see it like naturally, it's large crystals. Yeah. yeah. With straight lines and straight edges, generally, if you buy the big crystals. Yeah. Um, and they have like quite a uniform shape to them. That's because of the bonding in them, the positive, negative, positive, negative, positive, negative. Really? Yeah. It builds up something called a um, giant ionic lattice. You must know that phrase. Giant. Say it with me. Giant, giant ionic, ionic lattice. lattice. Lovely. Gil. So- <laughs> oh, come on. Let Gil play with the salt. <laughs> it'll dehydrate him um so that's why this gives rise to the properties so the way it is gives rise to the properties i went too close to the microphone again it makes my voice go weird um um it's like putting a woolen glove in your mouth right yeah yeah Um, don't don't kiss my microphones please um other people have got to use them for my other podcasts so if you think about the you're not the only podcast in my life Chill out, you've got another friend. Um, Sorry, giant ionic lattice. Yeah, so if you think about salt crystals, yeah, easy to snap, right? Easy to break them. Yeah, you crumble them between you your fingertips. Them. That's because if you've got positive, negative, positive, negative in lines, yeah, they're quite hard to pull apart, but if you snap them, they then, you might move some of the positive ones in line with the other positive ones and they... They repel each other. Oh, right. Which yeah. is why they're very brittle. They're easy to snap. A bit like, you know, those little ball magnets. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. That's exactly how ionic bonds look yeah, in yeah. a lattice. Those, those, oh, my God. Those videos on YouTube. They're... Yeah, those. That's mm. exactly what they look yeah, like. Yeah. And if you just move them slightly, they repel each other and they break apart. Because they find other things to stick to. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly that. So, ionic compounds have a giant structure. They're held together by strong electrostatic forces, which is the attraction between them. 
the force is acting all directions in the lattice. So you've got to remember atoms are 3D, so yes. which is why they are like solid lumps. The structure will either be shown to you as lots of balls, like in a 3D structure, or you might see the lines between them that are bonds. I'm just going to show you a picture so you can see. They're yeah. just different models of diagrams. Sure. Okay, so things that you need to know. Um, there are limitations for these diagrams. Obviously, we can't see the electrons in them or what's actually happening. Uh, but things that you need to... Things that you need to know about ionic compounds, okay? Uh-huh. They have insanely high melting points. Okay. So salt uh-huh. doesn't melt. Doesn't melt. Until you take it up to like... The sun. 2,000 degrees. It's, it's insanely high. So that's because the electrostatic forces are so strong. They mm-hmm. require so much thermal energy to get those bonds to break apart, those forces to break apart. Gotcha. Okay? So that's the answer you would give. Ionic compounds have a high melting point because they have really strong electrostatic attraction bonds, forces, which are difficult to break, so they require lots of energy. Okay. I always teach the kids, like, loads of energy needed to overcome them. Ionic bonds have really high melting points because they have really strong electrostatic forces holding them together. Yep. Yep. Do you know how arrogant I am? I sit here listening to all this chemistry stuff, and I think at some point I'm going to have, like, a a world-saving revelation based on the information you're giving me. Cool. Let's hope so. Yeah. Um, so lots of energy is needed to overcome them. Remember that sentence to finish that. Um, they are brittle because you get that yep. repulsion when you move the slide the slide the um, lattice over one another. They do not conduct electricity. Oh, really? Salt, I thought salt was a good conductor of electricity. When is it a good conductor? Mm, when it's dissolved. Very good. Yeah. So salt, as a solid, cannot conduct electricity because to conduct electricity... Cannot, will not. Yeah, because you need... How, what do you need to conduct electricity? Wires. Nope. What is the flow of electricity? What is the flow of current? Electrons. Good. So in... Oh, you need you need empty shells. No. No. Oh. You look so hopeful then. Uh-huh. Uh, so... This is the sentence you would say. Solid ionic compounds cannot conduct electricity because they are in a fixed lattice. The ions are in a fixed lattice. The ions are in a fixed lattice. If I put the ionic compound in water, Mm. the water goes between the ions in a lattice. And because water is slightly charged, it separates the lattice. Mm. You've then got mobile ions that have a charge and then they can carry an electronic charge because... You need positive or negative to create a charge, create a flow. So we would say ionic compounds cannot conduct electricity in a solid because the ions are in a fixed position or a fixed lattice. Okay. But ions, uh, so ionic compounds can conduct electricity if they are molten or they are dissolved in water because the ions can move and okay. carry charge. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I love how um, you got salt. Salt is, is one of the most common things on the face of the planet. And fire is like, oh, it takes so much of me to break this down. Literally, it's, it's pretty much impossible. And water's like, now nah, do it. No worries. <laughs> do you know what I mean? It's, Hold my beer. <laughs> it's so simple for, for, for it to be dissolved and to break the bonds. That's what happens, right? Yeah. But, but heat will, will not do it. No, because all heat does is it gives kinetic energy. That thermal energy is transferred into kinetic energy. And they're just like, they wiggle harder. Yeah. Whereas water has a charge. So water just goes in and goes, all right, mate. 
yeah, and yeah. attracts the ions. Um, just so you know, like the diagrams, it says on the specification that you have to, if you are shown a diagram based on the size of the ions and the number of ions in there, you should be able to go, that's salt because it's NaCl. Like there's one positive and one negative. Or if there's two positive and one negative, you go, oh, okay, that must be like a group two and a group six. You're kind of reverse engineering them. Yeah. You've also got to um, show the limitations of these type of diagrams. So the dot cross, the ball and stick, and the two and 3D dimensions. So, for example, if you were shown a 2D structure like this one I've drawn, you could say it only shows a 2D structure, whereas ionic lattices are 3D. Mm -hmm. Um, Or you can say this is good because it shows where the electrons are, but it doesn't show the other shells. So you've got to be quite critical. If they show you a model and say what could be improved, you've got to be quite critical about what they've shown you based on what you already know. Okay. And that's it for? Ionic compounds. Cool. Ionic compounds are when giant. you have giant lattice, giant yeah. ionic lattice. Gail. Um, Gail. I was going to say ionic compounds are um, more than one ionic bond. Yes. Yeah, yeah. What's the word I'm looking for? Multiple ionic bonds. Multiple ionic bonds. Okay, multiple ionic bonds in a giant ionic lattice that have really strong electrostatic forces holding them together, attracting them, so they will not... They have very, very high boiling points. Melting Melting. points. Very, very high melting points. Um, They do not conduct electricity. Why do they have high... So you said that they had strong bonds, but what does the melting point... You need to put in what to break those electrostatic forces? Charge. No. Heat. Heat. Energy. Energy. You need to say... You must say it takes requires a lot of... Oh, I see. Right. Sorry. So um, uh, uh, the, the ionic bonds have really, really high boiling points because the electrostatic charge has a really strong force attracting them together. So you need to um, apply a lot of heat energy to, to overcome, to overcome it. Cool. Right. Wicked. What's next time? Covalent bonding. Whoop, whoop. See you later. Bye. Bye.